I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You see me with a bodyguard, that means police is watching, and I only used his waist to keep my Glock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping, and if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? Five dot again, y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad move, that's bad news. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, this is a Tuesday edition of the Blackout Tips. Uh, we, mm-hmm. um, as always, ha- are joined by um, the voice that everybody wants to hear the most. Um, it's Patrice. What's going on, Patrice? Uh oh. Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> good, good. I'm, we was. Nervous about this connection, man. No, um, every, everything I say, I'm like, I hope, I hope it's getting through. It's feel like talking on a paper stream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll raise my hand if I can't hear you, but so far I can hear you. All okay. right. Cool. Cool. Um, well, um, it's, uh, a Dim Thrones Tuesday, which is what everybody talks about. Um, the only show that we get emailed about, um, so where people are just like specifically talking about this one show. Um, and, uh, the people in the chat room are here, uh, and we're here. Um, you can follow Patrice on Twitter at Patrice C. Mm-hmm. You can check out our website, hellandheartaches.com. And, uh, I say you follow Patrice just to see her live tweets of, uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And, you, and she like storifies her tweets at the end of the night, which is a real neat thing. You guys can go follow that and all that stuff. So, um, you know, how, how's everything going, Patrice? It's good. It's finally spring here. It, we have warm weather. It is happening. I've heard. I've heard of this thing. Um, I guess <laughs> in, in New York, it's spring is coming instead of winter is coming. Exactly. Finally, people are starting to un- unfurl their feet and put on sandals. It's beautiful. <laughs> Well, um, you know, we're glad we're glad that you guys are thawing out up there. And yes. The weather's getting good down here too, so um, you know, it just means that we get pollen and all the good mm-hmm. things that come with that. <laughs> and bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um of course we talk about Game of Thrones here, aka Dem Thrones. You can use the hashtag um dim thrones when you guys are live tweeting it um and uh we actually you know did pretty well this week i saw um they were keeping track of it on some website or something and it went up 500 and something percent when the show started because mm-hmm. so many people were using it which is uh awesome man so so congratulations pat yourself on the back all the other podcasts that talk about game of thrones and use hashtag dim thrones thank you too because mm-hmm. uh you know it's, i feel like everybody's just trying to to get in there and get it get it moving all together so you know we appreciate that guys we do awesome um, let me no, i did notice that it went up yeah oh go, go ahead patrice no sir i said i did notice there was a spike i was actually looking in the corner to wait to see when it started trending Mm-hmm. And, oh and uh also uh i noticed that a few book readers tried it you know um i said i said something oh, no. yeah yeah i said something about um davos and then all of a sudden it was well did you know this about him and that about him hey man listen i didn't know because i didn't read the book but just know this they might want to tell me that later you know he didn't die maybe they're gonna tell us later just calm down it'll be fine guys don't don't worry about it all right that being said uh this name of this episode was the laws of god and men 
or as i like to call it the trial of Tyrion. (laughs) it was he was on trial man it was it was bad but um the as soon as they showed the previews for this week because every week on hbo they show like the you know the little preview or whatever and it was like a whole lot of clips of what he used to what he said to people in the past and mm-hmm. and not all of it was good like some of it was when he was talking shit to people and i said uh-oh they about to bring up old shit <laughs> they showed him smacking joffrey i said oh man that it's never good for Tyrion when they show that clip of him smacking joffrey no i think last time they showed it which uh, makes me mad because he he only did what everybody else wanted to do and they want to get mad at him y'all y'all would have done it if you could have gotten away with it yeah yes. la- i think last time he smacked jo- they showed the smack joffrey clip before a show um i'm pretty sure he got axed in the head so i was like something bad <laughs> something bad gonna happen um but uh yeah so um they 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 basically start with the opening of uh Stannis Baratheon and my man Davos Seaworth uh floating into this city um where the Iron Bank is and there's this huge statue of what looks like a Trojan warrior or something like over there How tall was that thing? I think it was humongous. Yeah, that that thing It was, was massive. And you have to like go through his legs to get into the city so it's like a <laughs> Like some weird imagery there but um you know that they they were basically going to the bank man um and uh they cut they cut to the inside and uh stannis is uh pacing back and forth and davos is trying to lighten the mood with some stories about how they always make you wait a long time in this in this nation he was not trying i to noticed that. that he's talking about how everybody in bravadale cp times like what are you even doing this is true you, you came here to beg for money yeah <laughs> He's like, it's not, he just shot him a look. He didn't even finish the story. Stannis just looked at him. He was like, oh yeah. Mm. Anyway. Uh, so, um, <laughs> right about then, uh, and they had obviously been waiting for hours at this point. Um, the Citibank officers came out and, uh, they was uh-huh. like, city financial officers. Yeah. They, they came out there. It was like, um, have a seat, uh, see about this payday loan. Um, and, uh, it was, it was like Stannis, felt as awkward as black people feel in any bank anyway mm-hmm. like <laughs> like he <laughs> like I, I like i know they probably gonna deny me but i'm gonna try anyway right i like, know my credit score is a 120 but they might accept me like even when he sat even when they told him to sit down there was a pause like why am i even wasting my time y'all mm-hmm. gonna say no but uh he sat his ass down <laughs> and um uh my man um my man standing they gave him this long rundown basically it's like hey dog how many ships y'all got how many men you got there's like four thousand men and he said how many ships you got and it was like well he said hold up before you get ready to fix that lie because i know you about to lie <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't don't even first. don't even try to count the sinking ships okay the ones that got fucked up last month uh last year in the war don't count those we count ships that float and he was like oh well then 32 he's yeah. like he's like yeah and um how you feeding your men them four thousand men y'all y'all make any food over there off them that rock islands and he was like i mean not exactly i mean we ain't got no guards and shit you know we we trying and he was like yeah so um basically y'all broke and uh they was like yeah we broke and that's said, why we here he said but um you know uh stannis was like i got claim to the throne so you know y'all need to hook me up anyway 
and uh they was like hold up now tommen got the claim to the throne and Stannis said that's an incest baby dog you can't count them yeah you know uh, <laughs> all the Thomas business in the street it's like he didn't even ask you all of that he just said the boy's name he's like well his his daddy's his uncle yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> and, yeah and they said um you know um Tywin said that all you are is just a jealous uncle that's a usurper to the throne and last time you attacked you wasted all the gold and he was like the gold that you gave him hmm they wouldn't have had that gold if it wasn't for y'all ass y'all is already in the middle of this and uh they they say you think you got just because of your name you think you could claim this gold it was like more than anybody else he made crazy eyes and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and the dude the, the dude was talking smack too he looked at him like i don't know what you talking about but we go on facts and statistics and numbers mm-hmm. and based off of what we said what we know this ain't happening so they, they exactly <laughs> thanks for coming out mm-hmm. <laughs> we will have to reject your uh your application, application. uh so so they would they told him you know i'm sorry but um look we're not even trying to help you out lord stannis and um uh, then he went to call him uh i think davos went to say something and he was like oh we not gonna call you a lord because in our city we don't even make thieves lord and you and and and, and my man stan is walking around like you cool and shit and so that's when davos sat down because honestly davos was gonna get a whooping in the car so ah! at, <laughs> at, at this point like why you bring my ass all the way out here for them to tell me no yeah at this point he really was talking for his life because if you think about it he forged the request for the loan in the first place without permission um getting right he got a little scale face to help write it for him um then he um you know he had already let the bastard go which they think is the key to winning the war anyway because they used the bastard's blood and some leeches to kill all the you know joffrey and rob stark and all this shit so so now they're like uh you know stannis is like man what the fuck like you just don't fucked up the whole war dog so he sat down and he pulled out his his glove and showed he had four nubs for fingers and was like listen we want to talk about paying back some debts right i don't got no fingers this nigga does not play he gonna get that he gonna get that throne and y'all know little Tommen is not the real power. Tywin is the power. And how old is he? And they was like 67. He's like, nigga, he old. Real old. He gonna die soon. And then little Tommen's supposed to run shit. We gonna take that shit from him. And y'all gonna wish y'all had gave us this money. And, uh, the bank, the bank gave him the money, man. You know? Yeah. I, he saw the, I was like, I, he shouldn't have forged the application in the first place. But if we gonna do this, let's do it properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave that speech man I, like i thought they was just gonna try to put the loan in a little scale face name and be like you know because a lot of people do that you just put it in, <laughs> put it in your kid's name put in your kid's name put the power bill in her name and shit but uh nah they 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 went ahead and got the loan um and so uh davos showed up to the black pirate um who apparently was getting these hoes um <laughs> in some brothel um and uh black he said, just sit in the bathtub when, when else do you have your friends stop by to hang out and have conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> it was obviously his refractory period because he was talking to him and shit and regaling them with jokes they had already heard and and the, the hoes you, know? you could tell they was hoes too because they was listening like they cared ah. 
They're well paid and not beaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you, you are the best." We've never heard that one before. Um, so yeah, he, he uh, Davo showed up and was like, uh, "What's up, Black Pirate Cuz? Um, uh, <laughs> I know. Um, I see you on these hoes and everything, man. But uh, I got. Uh, I think you need to come out with me in the morning and uh, get them ships, and we can get get this uh, this navy thing going again." And uh Black Pirate dude was like, nigga, you know you broke. Now, why you come up ah! in here without no money, talk about I need to get off these hoes. I I don't get it. But um I'm not going anywhere. And uh Davos threw that change at him. He was like, Oh shit. We coming up. So uh yeah, he took the money and, and uh and, I guess he rolling with him now. Yeah, and I think for me when I seen him, I was like, Oh shit, a black man with lines and a dick. What is going on here, Game of Thrones? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Go black brother. I I like the black pirate dude. I don't need to memorize his name. I I'm not I like the black pirate dude because it's, he's about it's his Salador name. San. So, solid Salador Oh okay. Salador San. Well I like him because Hey, you know what would have been funny though if the black dude would have had a regular name like Bob or some shit. That would have been funny because <laughs> all the white people got, got black, black names. names and shit. His name would have just been like <laughs> Jesse the pirate or some shit. Anyway, Ryan um, the pirate. Right. I'm a, I might call him Ryan. Um. So yeah. So so the black dude was like, um, uh, Salador was like, uh, you know, um, you know, oh, we got some money. Well, then shit, we can roll and. Uh, my man Davos was like, yeah, and I already gave the other money to your wife. And he was like, now why are you going to do that, bro? Come on. <laughs> That's whole money. I could have been spending this money on hoes, uh, whatever, you know, um, he's, I'm assuming black character trying to be a deadbeat dad. I don't know, but he was, ah. he was planning on taking the money and not being responsible to his family. Like mm-hmm. so many black men in fiction, uh, which was t- pretty terrible. Uh, plus with that accent he's doing, I feel like he should be selling me a red stripe or some shit already. Yes. Like <laughs> red like, stripe. So, but, uh, anyway, he rolling with him, man. So that's good, man. Um, I, I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> uh, so they got the money. Um, Davos gave the guys child support away. Um, and <laughs> they go to the next scene. Um, and Ramsey, uh, was 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 getting getting his groove on but in they were just opposing the scene of ramsey uh having sex with some chick to uh yara who is the sister of theon slash reek mm-hmm. and she was finally arriving uh at ramsey's abode to like abscond reek she's uh, been traveling uh, 15 years it's been taking her forever to make this journey forever <laughs> You, you might not be able to get married and have kids by the time it's over. No. You want to know what's so bad? I wanted it to be longer. Like, I, I like, I, she showed up and I was like, why? Why tonight? Like, you couldn't take the slow route. Like, they can't run into ah. some complications, you know, and I start trying. A hole to, in the boat or something. Yeah, I kept trying to come up with scenarios where Theon wouldn't make it out and shit. Like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they'll kill him by accident or maybe she'll be so disgusted with him or something, you know. But, um, she yeah so she was showing up and she was giving a, a good ass like speech about like going in there and how they had flayed 20 men that they had found at, at the castle of black and they had 
um they 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 had uh mutilated her brother um which you know uh as much as people's lineage plays into this 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 series i thought they would be like well you know we mutilated your brother so he can't have kids so why even save him but she still was gonna say this nigga mm-hmm. <sighs> so um you know but what a better way to hype up what better way to hype up an entire army than to just look at them and say they snatching dicks out there <laughs> get your sword and let's fucking go because it could be you next bruh mm-hmm. like, like she really gave them the whole speech it did work too because they was like yeah we're gonna go in there and get these dicks back yeah um all of them <laughs> So they like climbed the wall, uh, axed a bunch of people in the head and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, y'all is no joke, man. She fucked them dudes up. Um, so, uh, she's just so much more trill than Theon, you know? Um, but, um, snitches, uh, apparently do not even get stitches Mm-mm. because she made one of them tell where Re- where Theon was. And I thought maybe she would let him go and she cut his head off. Yeah. Snitches get sliced. <laughs> yeah. She, dude was like yeah um it's that way she was like thanks um so they keep theon in the cage with the dogs which is uh seems pretty fitting um and they try to you know they go bust theon out of the cage and i thought i heard theon say no uh at first (laughs) and apparently that is what he said apparently that is what he said he got that uh He's, he became Patty Hearst, man. Like he is 100% in bed with Ramsey and the Boltons and he like it there. They treat him good. They, they put water in his bowl. They take him on walks. Uh, <laughs> they pet him. Yeah. He's, he's completely domesticated. Yeah. He was like, mm, this is a trick. Get your hands off me. <laughs> and especially when you look at like how the dogs were barking. And then when they grabbed Theon out the cage, the way he was yelling, it, it was almost like a dog barking when he's like, you know, like, no, no, I won't stay here. And I, it, like, I was like, oh my God, he's gonna get, he's gonna raise the alarm by himself. And sure enough, he did. Mm-hmm. So Ramsey had to come up out of some His pussy. Poor sister. She was so confused. <laughs> she mm-hmm. was, she was looking at him like, what is wrong with you? She was like, come on, Theon. He reminded me. Go ahead, sweetie. She reminded me of my dad when I used to call, like, in the middle of the night. Like, I don't want to be at the sleepover anymore. And then he'd Aww. get there and I'd be cool. Like, no, I'm good. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, He she looked so confused. Yeah. And, uh, like, um, and then that's when Ramsey uh, came up out of whoever he was in. And um, well, he came into the battle with no shirt on and two knives. I said, this nigga. He was all scarred up because... She was like, come on, Theon. He was like, mm, who the hell is Theon? My name is Reek. Yes, yes. He was fucked up, man. Um, he looked like he stank too. Like she Bad. was, she was so confused, man. <laughs> um, and so, um, they have a battle in right next to the hound cages. And, uh, Re- uh, my man, um, my man Ramsey was holding his own, man. He could fight. Um, like he was fucking dudes up with them two knives. And so, um, and, and and not to mention, you know, Yara was 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 holding her own too. It was, it was a pretty good fight, but they had, uh fucked around and got on the wrong side of them hound cages. And yes, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and Ramsey turned around and was like, "Um, yeah, so you got some pretty big balls, but uh, your balls gonna be too big for you to run out of here because I'm about to unleash these hounds." 
and uh he released the hounds like mr burns and um chased their ah! ass out of there they they didn't even they didn't even show the chase Mm-mm. they just showed them being in the in the boat like whoo that nigga was crazy <laughs> <laughs> it was time to oh and and didn't he bite her yeah reek bit her in the hand and jumped back into his cage like that's how much he wanted to be in you know he wants to be ramsey's pet or whatever but uh yeah that like that part where they just are back in the boat and she's like my brother is dead because they was like did you get your brother she's like you know he's dead um and honestly man you know i was kind of happy because that means he's got to stay there with ramsey some more um then they had this creepy scene where ramsey like bathed theon and shit like he let him get a bath as a reward for not I thought it was going to be like boiling hot water. I was not even <laughs> expecting it to be anything normal. I thought we were going to keep going. I I really <laughs> was like, I know this trick, okay? My mom mm-hmm. did that to me once. She was like, Uh-oh. oh, no, nah, I'm not even mad that you got kicked out of school for three days and I got dri- I mean, got kicked off the bus for three days and I got to drive you to school. Why don't you go take your bath? And I hopped out that bath and she had a switch. I was like, that's the trick. <laughs> that, that was a trick but it didn't happen it didn't happen apparently he got a complete bath and uh rams that Ram- was his doggy treat was the bath mm-hmm. and ramsey said look man um you proved your worthiness i got a plan but i'm gonna need you to impersonate somebody i'm gonna need you to impersonate theon Greyjoy. so which I- was the creepiest thing ever <laughs> hey, you know what was so creepy about it because theon because reek understood he was like mm, okay I know what you need me. So yeah, I feel like they're gonna like betray Jon Snow or some shit, man. Like make him think Aww. Yeah, yeah. I think Jon Snow gonna die, man. Too many people like him now, and it's about time for him to go. You know, I see I see all these I see all these tweets about him being white boo and all this shit. That means he gonna die, man. That's yeah. <laughs> That's how it happened, man. Just, they don't fuck around on this show. Right when you be like, you know what? I like him. They be like, we gonna kill his ass. Um, so yeah, man, um, uh, Theon, uh, didn't get a whooping, but he's probably gonna, I, my guess is he's gonna end up betraying Jon Snow, uh, or, uh, or even worse, Bran Snow by acting like, uh, you know, he's like Theon again. They're gonna be like, oh, it's Theon, we missed you, we love you. And then fucking Ramsey gonna come out and skin him and shit. Um, so, uh, then we, oh, we cut to a beautiful scene where a shepherd's boy is playing on the edge of a, <laughs> of a canyon and the sheep ah! are running around and you know uh having a good time and uh dragon decides uh the big the black dragon the big one decides um that it's time for a snack and he just uh flank and <laughs> uh, you can tell it was the black dragon because he fried it like extra hard like he was like i want it well done he, ah! he uh I want my barbecue goat right here. Yeah, he he just he just fucking flambéed that sheep oh, and, on the spot and, and snatched him up and flew off. Um, just more evidence that Daenerys just does not have the control that it seems like she has sometimes. Um, At all, she really doesn't. They've gotten too big for her. Yeah, they're like they was on some baby kids shit shit because the dragons don't understand understand all these politics. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like the dragon's not sitting around going like, "Oh, you." So these people are now cool. We not we not eating them no more. Mm-hmm. It was like goats. I want oh. one. Right. That's all they care about. So, 
Um, they, you know, they, 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 he flies off and shit and they cut to Daenerys and, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the old throne room of whoever used to run Marine. And, uh, she's getting introduced and this shit sound like when you introduce like Floyd Mayweather or something, you know? Ah! You know, it's, it's like the, it's like the first among women, first of her name, the unburned, the like, mother of dragons. Daenerys, like it felt like that, but um, <laughs> they um, she really did go on for like a full, a full minute. Like she's added every town has a title. Like <laughs> it's been a while since I ho- I heard her full name. Yeah, it really, ha- it was like when they say the Kim A. Matumbo's whole name, you'd be like, God damn, he's from Africa. It's a long ass name. Yeah, <laughs> she got a long like all them titles, man. Like I, only thing missing was let's get ready to rumble at the end. So um. She she was in this clean ass castle and uh this dude had a bag and shit and he was supposed to address her and he came up to the steps and un- unfolded the bag and it was them burned ass sheep bones. Mm-hmm. Um like the dragon burned it all the way to the bone. And uh she Khaleesi was like, um Well what's what's up? And he was like, Yeah, you, your dragon um ate my goat. So can I um <laughs> Can you like hook a nigga up? I mean, yeah, cause now I have <laughs> nothing to li- like. I ain't got nothing now. Yeah, this is my job. I don't know if you, this would be like if he showed up and burned your laptop for work. You know, like this. I need this. <laughs> I can't function without this dog. Yeah, like this is kind of fucked up. So, um, she went ahead and um told him I'll pay you triple the value of the goat. So he was like so happy and she's like, oh, thank you. You the best. And, uh, she walked out and she smiled and she felt like she had it all figured out. Then this other dude came through and he was like, what's up, player? She was like, what's up, dog? He was like, she was like, and then she clowned him, man. And she was like, oh, look at this nigga. He a noble. Motherfucking nobles coming up in here thinking they royalty and shit. Ha ha ha. And I was thinking like, bitch, ain't that your entire fucking point of your quest? Mm-hmm. If your family didn't have a certain last <laughs> name, would you even want to be the queen? Like, that is so fucked up. You entitled motherfucker. You are just the same as them. Like, I, you can see she's starting to have her own little chinks in the armor, man. Cause, cause that, that was really fucked up for right. her to clown him. And then for her whole claim to the throne to be that her family used to run it. Um, so she was like, and I told Justin this. I wish he wasn't, uh, by the way, uh, rest in peace, Justin's nose. He broke his nose and, uh, he he's not really able to talk right now, so uh that's why he has a beer. Yeah, yeah. But um hopefully he's healing up fine and uh hopefully it'll be better by Friday so we can do the sports show. But if not, you know, just know that Justin's thoughts are with us guys and our thoughts are with him. But um okay, so she um so she flips on him and shit about being a noble and he kinda set her straight because he was like, Well, you know when you just pick them random people to put up on the cross one of them random people was my daddy. And she was like, so? And he was like, nigga, my daddy was against slavery. He the only one that, he he was like, he just didn't have the votes, but he wasn't cool with it. And she was like, oh, well, I mean, you know how it is, dog. Y'all put up them, 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 them slaves. He was like, I ain't got shit to do with me. Also, in my religion, we bury people. You just sitting out there and fucking crows is eating his ass and shit like what kind of <laughs> savage are you 
she was like he really was mad like you couldn't do something around the questionnaire first to ask who likes slavery who doesn't he would have checked no no he, right he ask questions. he would have he left some some very negative uh uh anonymous comments on her youtube page you know, yeah, like, you know? <laughs> he was not a fan uh, no, of and, her and the thing is that when he was talking I was looking at her like, God damn it. He told you not to kill those people. He told you to have compassion. It wasn't even just the compassion angle. Cause I think I agree with her that injustice, like sometimes you got to do something fucked up to, to some, you know, to get it back. But I said it was fucked up. She didn't even take the time to ask the slaves to pick the ones that needed to go up there. Oh. She just picked random people. Like I'm just throwing y'all up on the wall. How you like that? Nigga, I burn. And, mm-hmm. and, and now you find out, like, she picked some people that didn't have shit to do with it. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he basically was like, uh, you the queen, I'm your servant. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, you know, come on now. He, he, and, and I think it made her reconsider and she's made enemies. It's like mm-hmm. she don't realize with her being the queen of these people and who knows how many other innocent people she killed, mm-hmm. you have caused friction. Mm-hmm. And he's nice about it. Everybody else ain't gonna be pleasant about you killing their family members. Well, that's the beauty of this show. Cause I remember so many people got mad at the whole Mahisa savior of the brown people shit they did last year. Cause they were like, oh, so the brown people just gonna hold her up like a white woman savior. But now that shit is turning around to show that she was kind of blind to some, to some areas. And it's not easy to rule. And she doesn't understand her own privilege in some ways. And this is one of the ways that it came out because this dude was like, man, you killed my daddy and strung him up and he was a good person. And he's like, she was like, oh, well, shit, my bad. I guess you could take him down and bury him. Uh, although for exactly they finally mm-hmm. gave her something to do because all she's been doing is riding around and getting it, like sit in one place <laughs> and deal with all these people. Yeah. You know, and part of me kind of hoped that she was going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm leaving him up there. <laughs> Now get the fuck out. Like I wanted her to like part of me wanted her to stop trying to be such a good guy because you know, like I you know, I, I like that so there's there's shades of gray to these characters. She's the only one that really has like a completely, you know, like good kind of story. But I would have liked for her to make a turn and be like, Okay, you know what? Take your father down, you can bury him, but then you gotta take his place. You know, something crazy like that. But she, she was like, Nah, it's cool. <laughs> So, um, and then, uh, apparently they hit her with that, um, she was like, whew, well, that was crazy. How many more meetings we got? And they said 212. She was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone put a, a wrap it up box or something. Like, can we get some, some of that, the music from the Oscars to play in the background when these people start talking? So Everybody can, got less than two minutes. Right. <laughs> uh, it's like, you, you strung my father you know? up. <laughs> you, you strung my father up. Well, do you hear the music? Do you hear the music? Cause you need to wrap up. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Next on the trust that one already. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Then we. Yeah. I already gave somebody's father back. Okay. No more repeat requests. <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, Oberyn um is at a meeting with uh the you know all the the people that Tywin trust um and uh they were having a um discussion you know keeping up on the current events. Uh, I did notice that, uh, Cersei, Varys, and all these other people stood when, uh, when, uh, Tywin came in the room. Mm-hmm. 
Oberon didn't stand. That's right. When you want something, you better behave. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to sit my ass down. I ain't doing nothing. And um, <clears throat> so uh, they start having a meeting and they start talking about um, <laughs> like what was going on. And this nigga, Varys, be knowing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like he's it's like he's uh, got tape recorders on everybody. Like, how did he ah. get how did he get the quote from um 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 from the hound? He got the actual quote he has of all fuck the damn birds. He's got birds that get sent out and bring back messages and all kinds of shit. It, it, I think he got the internet. That's what That's- I. <laughs> I, I, I he think got something. Varys had cell phones or something before. Like he, he got, got a, TMZ on it. He got the quote, "Fuck the king from the hound." And th- keep in mind, the hound didn't leave nobody, nobody alive. Everybody died. The only people nope. alive was the dude whose daughter didn't get raped at the end, and the dude, and they owe him for life. So I don't know why they would even be talking. And he and he got the exact quote, man. I said, this dude must got twitter like it's, it's something um so they they had a little you know he gave he was like saying like you know these are the current events um uh the the they brought up that um that daenerys was still on her way with the dragons and um cersei tried to downplay and shit like oh she so she got this old ass knight sir barrister we kicked his ass out was old ass and, and what else she got? Like three dragons and shit. And they was looking at her like, nigga, are you serious? That's a lot. I know, right? <laughs> she was the only one that was completely unconcerned. Like what? <laughs> she was like, I got somebody else to kill. I don't give a fuck about nothing y'all talk about until that nigga dead. Know, fuck everything. <laughs> yeah, one issue at a time. Him, then the dragons. Granddaddy Lannister looked at her like, this is why I don't invite you to shit. Yes. <laughs> like, like this is serious. We... I don't know if I remind you, we are broke. And, and, and these dragons have won the war before. So please calm down. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, having them baby dragons is like having a nuke or some shit. Um, and, uh, you know, she clowns her barrister who got the old man strength. Um, and th- my man, um, Freaky Prince. Oberon. <laughs> Oberon. <laughs> they they went uh he went and had like a little side meeting with Varys. Um we all know Varys is a eunuch, which means he didn't have a penis. And uh he said he could tell by Varys's like try, his even though he was covering it up with an accent, he could tell that he was originally from Essos. Which makes me wonder was he an unsullied because he is a eunuch. Um and he, uh, you know, uh, bald head, all this shit. Maybe just a fat, unsullied. I don't know. Maybe he used to be a translator. Um, but Freaky Prince was like, so, um, look, dog, um, back in the day, you know, you could have came through and we could have got you some little, some little dudes, the fucking shit. And he was like, whoa, 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 playboy. I ain't in the dudes. And he was like, Oh well, what? well forgive me. You you carry yourself kind of gay, but yeah, uh, and I know gay. you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, <laughs> he's like, I know from gay. Okay, I I fuck anything, so it's it's not even an insult. I'm just that's what I thought. But okay, we could have got you some hoes, and we could have been fucking some chicks together. And he was like, mm, I don't fuck hoes either. He was like, the f- what? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. Exactly. I've never seen anybody look more confused. Like, wait, what? <laughs> he was like, I fuck everything. You don't fuck anything? 
<laughs> You're the opposite of me. What is this? Are you sure you're from Essos? Um, but uh, he said, yeah, I don't fuck anything. I'm asexual. And that helps me stay focused on things that matter. And then he pointed at the Iron Throne. And I was like, nigga, it's no way your dickless ass is ever going to be on the Iron Throne. Mm-mm. I don't care how focused you are. That shit don't even matter. I, what? Like, he pointed at the throne. I was like, that's a waste. That's a lot. That's a dickless lie. You're going to hit the glass ceiling. Cause, uh, yeah, you can only go with so far. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to let you rule without no dick, man. Come on. Uh, so uh, that was his dream. Um, <clears throat> so we cut to Tyrion, who's, uh, Jamie comes to pick him up in prison. And, um, no. <laughs> he, he was like, uh, asked him, did he come to free him and shit? Then they had a little laugh. Uh, you know, I thought the shackles seemed a bit much because it's Tyrion. Yeah, I was like, where is he going to hide exactly. under the table? Where is he going? Mm-hmm. Look, like some little little baby shackles they gave him or something man um so <laughs> ironically when they get to the trial some random motherfucker called him the kingslayer and i had i noted the irony they both brothers and they both kingslayers in their own way but uh his was in the bad way you know so i guess it's like a hipster crowd or some shit because when they say it to Jamie, it's cool. Like, oh, Kingslayer, man. You fucked that dude up. When they say it to Terry, it's like, oh, Kingslayer. Look at you. Fucking shit. Everybody him. that booed when he walked in that room ain't shit. Because they know they're glad Joffrey's gone. Everybody. They happy he didn't oh, go Oh, my. Like, the hypocrisy of that crowd was so good. They was like, they lit. It was, they was awesome. They're like, yes. Yes, it's finally justice has arrived. It's something we like. Everybody know when Joffrey choked, they all unclenched their butt cheeks. Like every everybody. Because <laughs> oh, everybody was nervous. They was like, "Shit, he could kill me next." Yeah. Um. So Tommen uh, recused himself from the trial because let's be honest, he's not the real. He he's not a king, right? He you just know? got there. He just got there. Yeah. <laughs> like he got he got he stood up and he was like the sun. Has gone to bed and so must I. And he just went up the stairs. Yeah, he was like, "This is my first day at work. I, um, I am not. I don't have everything I need. I'm out." <laughs> yeah, I didn't even read the training manual. Uh, I'm not even properly trained. <laughs> Tyrion gave him the old black grandma face, like, "Good job, baby. Now you go sit down." <laughs> You did so good. Yes, nice Sunday school speech, baby. Get on off stage. So, um, <laughs> the trial got off to kind of a rough start anyway, because Tywin was like, "Uh, how? So, how do you think the king died?" He's like, "Choked on pigeon pie," and I was like, "Terry <laughs> got them jokes." Terry fucking around. Um, so, um, they they start bringing up all the old shit, all the old shit. Mm-hmm. They brought up that one punk ass night and he was like, I remember when you were slapping Joffrey. And and he was looking like everybody wanted to slap him. <laughs> Shit. That's what I, was bothering him the whole time. Like any of y'all fuckers like him. Yes. Tyrion was looking like I slapped him for us. All of us. Yes, he he, he was attacking somebody. Come on, nigga. <laughs> it was like we slapped him. The royal we. Uh-huh. Um Jamie, um, apparently, uh, I noticed during the trial because they had a lot of reaction shots. Um, and Jamie's haircut. 
it looks like it looks like something out of Dumb and Dumber, man. Like it really looks bad. Like apparently his right hand was his haircutting hand, cause that shit is it's terrible. That gold that gold hand cut. Yeah, it's real bad. So um, anyway, it's that's a side note. Sorry, I just that was one of the th- they kept cutting to him. I was like, what is wrong? Oh, is his hair? Jesus. <laughs> like it used to be used to be it, cute. It was something. It was something. Once you said it, I couldn't stop noticing it. Yes, he looked just like the not not Jim Carrey, but the other dude and Jeff, whatever his mm-hmm. name, and Dumb and Dumber. He looked just like that dude. I was like, wow. Um, so uh, they got the necklace. They pulled that shit out. So um, I'm assuming they found it when they did CSI on the body of the dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, dead, the, the dead clown dude that because because they dropped that necklace back into the boat with the dead clown homie before they before they right uh, he dropped off. it right back on top of him on onto sir dantos yeah when he put him back in the rowboat or whatever yeah so i'm um, assuming that's where they found the shit um and um <laughs> then um i forget i always forget old buddy's name what the fuck is that old ass nigga's name man i, I want to get it right before i say it because the maester? He, yeah, he's the worst. Maester Parcel, I think. He was mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> she called Joffrey the most noble child the gods ever put on this good earth. E- even Cersei rolled her eyes. Like, even Cersei was like, come on, he wasn't, he wasn't noble or good <laughs> or a child. He was a fucking evil ass monster. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Tyrion, tried to say something and apparently um in this trial rules you he doesn't get to say anything he doesn't get a lawyer and only uh if tywin allows him to speak can he speak so it was just everybody going up there and, and shitting on him mm-hmm. and dancing when they got off stage everybody got off stage looked at him and rolled their eyes yeah they was playing to the crowd <laughs> and shit um varus varus got up there and got some too mm-hmm for shame yes he was like i forget nothing yes uh he went up there and uh Tyrion was like hold up can i ask him something and uh tyron was like you can ask him one question he said hey man didn't you tell me that you wouldn't forget that i was the one who saved the the city even though i wouldn't get credit for it and uh he was like um yeah unfortunately i don't ever forget anything so Fuck you. But she was like, come on, bro. You <laughs> said before you was going to come get me. What mm. the hell? <laughs> Cersei shit was terrible, too, man. She got up there and was acting brand new. like You know, crying and ah. shit. Like she has feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like ah. she was hurt. Can't believe they tried to make me feel like she was a human being last mm-hmm. week. Um. So, um, and then she gave a look to Jamie when she got off the stand, like, told you I was going to get him killed. And Jamie was like, "Man, you wrong." <laughs> so, um, they 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 had a brief recess. Everybody go eat lunch. Uh, apparently, Tyrion had to sit in there the whole time, I guess. And um, Jamie decided enough is enough. I'm gonna go talk to to Daddy and get this straight. So he said, "Look, Dad, you say family is above everything. You know he didn't kill this king." And he said, well, that's true. Then the trial played out. He's like, nigga, this is a fucked up trial. It's not going to play out. Um, and he was like, uh, well, he killed his king. He said, as did I. And if it wasn't for me, you know? mm-hmm. if it wasn't for me, you would be dead. How about that, pops? 
his dad was like uh well look man what you want me to do is half time of the fucking trial like ah! <laughs> like it's a little late for this shit man you should have said this a week ago um and so jamie promised um that he would drop out of the king's guard which is what tywin told him he wanted um oh like three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. he said um basically he'll have kids so they can continue the royal line uh as long as he doesn't kill um Tyrion. and tywin without missing a beat was like yeah, I, I'm going to send him to the um, Black Guard. Um, so he'll be going to the, the Night's Watch and, and and watching the wall um, as long as he pleads for mercy at the end. So he won't die. Um, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm Yeah, you're going to become, you know, uh, start producing these kids. Your sister's going to get married off to, uh, to the gay dude. Um, and uh, you'll be good. So cool. Works for me. And Jamie had a look on his face like, motherfucker, you knew all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. He had that ready in his pocket because he's wanted to get Jamie back to Casterly Rock since he came home. Yep. Like, that was his game plan. Yeah, that wasn't no off-the-dome shit, man. He he was playing chess. Uh-huh. Um. So then, that's when they tried it, man. The, the case came back in. And you know what, man? When the trial started, I said, man, maybe everybody's going to get something out of this. They'll be miserable, but fuck it, they'll be alive. But you know that can't happen. Uh-uh. This shit turned from a trial into Maury. Yes, it did. They came back, and uh, Jerry Springer was like, well, guess who we got backstage? Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. He was like, it's Shay, the hoe. And uh, Shay came out there looking healthy as shit. I knew it was a wrap. Really did. As soon as she came out, I literally at the screen. I went, "God damn it, Rod!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I got the tweet right here from Patrice. It said, "Bitch, Rod was right. <laughs> we didn't see Shay get on no damn boat. She never got on a boat." Hashtag them thrones, and that is correct. You can't trust anything in King's Landing unless you see it with your own eyes. These motherfuckers never show her getting on that boat. I thought she was somewhere getting tortured. Apparently, she was so mad. She said, you ain't got to torture me, and Tyrion ain't got to hit me but once. I'm ah. telling. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she came into the trial, and all you hear was, when a woman's fed up. Ah! <laughs> That's when the hoes fed up. She was so mad. Like, and I was sitting up here the whole time. Uh, go ahead, Patrice. I'm sorry. No, she really was. She was so, like, she was vibrating. Like, there was no talking to her. He would have needed, like, a recess and, like, 20 minutes to talk to her. <laughs> she was so mad. And the thing is, I was looking for signs of torture. Like, I was like, well, maybe she got makeup on or what's, what's going on with her wrist? No, that looks, Mm-mm. she looked clean. She looked healthier and better fed than she was when she was a Tyrion. And um, she came out there and was mm-hmm. like, she said, I got the audio tape. Uh, Tyrion. Right here. She's like, would you like some juice, honey? Um, now tell me what you think about the Negroes. Um, and she had like everything, uh, all the evidence. She said she heard her and Sansa plotting. She was lying like shit. Um, and, uh, I think Oberyn even asked her like, now why the hell would he tell you all this shit? And she was like, cause I was his hoe too. And I was like, damn, that's, I mean, that's the Trump card. Once. Once she admitted to being a hoe, man, like you, she took all the power away from anybody that was going to judge her. Cause she was, she just was like, I was a hoe also. So 
do with that what you will um <laughs> you know and i i was like you know all this because he was like really shay don't do this and she was like you called me a whore and i was like you couldn't have wrote a think piece for exo jane or hovering and post or something you had to kill the man yeah yeah and you are a hoe you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the thing about it is he was looking at her like uh bitch don't you realize they was trying to kill you you would have died if i had to try to get you on that goddamn boat they don't care about you he tried to tell her that well see that's that was the thing i, I and i always said that it sat wrong with me when he did the the tough love shit to her well, he wouldn't, right. he wouldn't tell her the truth. He was just like, I am not in love with you. You are nothing but a whore. Get out. And I was like, see, that's, you can't do that to people. Can't do that to people. Like the only thing that she valued in life was the fact that when she was with him, she didn't feel like a whore. And he took that away from her. And she was like, well, then fuck life. Like, I don't want to go live a comfortable life somewhere else as long as I feel like I'm somebody's whore. So, you know, um, but she was a whore with absolutely no street smarts. No, none. none. Well, worried about Sansa. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Really? Sansa, like, not just, you know, and it wasn't even just to worry about Sansa shit. Remember when she started this shit last season when he was like, hey, man, you need to stay up in the room and shit. She was like, I will go walk the streets. I love you. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you not know that his parents, his his family killed people for no reason? Singing and skipping in the castle. He's like, bitch, sit your ass down. Cersei will have you killed just because he's happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she was so oh man. Like I won't be surprised if she gets killed anyway after I this. I think shit. she will. Like they probably kill her. You still a whore. We did. <laughs> we we always pay our debts. Um so yeah, um this is when Tyrion was like, I confess. And uh it was like uh Tywin was like, Hold up, you do what now? Because I confess and he was like, Oh shit, fucking up my plan confess to what he was like i confess but not to killing the king i confess to being the baddest motherfucker on the planet and he oh, gave this long ass <laughs> speech like how dare you motherfuckers it was, it was like uh it was like a lazo speech in training day i put cases on all you motherfuckers king kong ain't got shit on me i love that speech yeah it was like it went for me all you motherfuckers would die if it wasn't for me, I didn't kill that nigga, but I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Shout out to OJ Simpson. <laughs> he really had to Yes. He's like, you know I didn't kill him because if I did, y'all wouldn't have thought I did. That's how real I am. <laughs> took a took an axe in the face for you losers. Yes. He was like, all y'all happy that nigga dead. So, um, yeah, he's like, a, he did everything but threatening to put him in 24-hour lockdown. Yes. And- pelican bay and shoe program and all this shit uh and then he flipped it up at the end and was like um i want to trial by combat and uh they was like i was not expecting (laughs) yeah that's it now and for the record that's his second time audibling to a trial by combat um which uh you know last time he did a trial by combat he had Braun stand in for him and Brian kicked that nigga's ass and knocked him out the moon door. So I don't know if the rules are he can get someone to fight on his behalf or if they're not going to, if he's not going to be able to do that anymore or, you know, if he can get Jamie to fight on his behalf. Like I, I don't know what the rules will be, um, mm-hmm. for, for this shit, but, um, I wonder if he can get someone to fight in his stead or if he, you know, has to, has to die. Um, 
But uh, hopefully he gets somebody to fight for him because he's at a real disadvantage all the way down there. Like that's not even yeah. Yeah, he's not good at fighting. Like he took an axe to the head. That one time when they was in war, and he was supposed to be fighting. That nigga got knocked out and slept through the war and shit. Like, ah, uh, like he got a bad track record. Is what I'm saying. So, um, that but yeah, that was that was it, man. The episode was pretty straightforward because they didn't really do a lot of skipping around. It, the trial was like a huge part of the show. Um, if I'm leaving anything out, chat room, y'all feel free to, to acknowledge it. But I think we pretty much covered everything. What are y'all looking forward to next week? I will start with you. I'll, I'll start with you, Patrice. What are you looking forward to next week? Um, well, next week, of course, getting a little bit more into Tyrion's trial, or at least closing that out, because I'm surprised that they um, started it so late. I thought, honestly, more of the episode would be about it, but that's just because I like Tyrion. Um, uh, I think we're going to probably get a week off of Theon next week, and mm. I'd love to see more. Like, Danny's really running into issues now, so I want to see where that's going. All right. What about you, Karen? What do you want to see next week? Um, I want to see uh, the journeys of Podrick out in the wilderness. Oh, yes. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I, fuck, I, it, fuck it up more wildlife recipes. Yeah. Oh, you supposed to put water in? <laughs> you put water in with the rice? Oh, okay. Oh, damn. I, I didn't know. We, we, you supposed to boil the potatoes first? Yeah. Oh, so, so the cereal, it goes in and then the milk. Well, I'll be damned. Yes, the adventures of Podrick. And I'm also looking forward to uh, the White Walkers. You know, they took that baby and they made his eyes turn blue. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's automatically mm-hmm. make you a fandom member or not. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. that wasn't explained. Yeah, the White Walkers got to be the slowest moving plot device of all time. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I, I want to say. By next season, we should find something out. <laughs> right. I, I swear to God, episode one, scene one, a White Walker kills somebody. I ain't seen a white walker fuck people up in a minute. Like <laughs> they were just like they bad when they around. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, me personally, man, I want to see if Tyrion can pick a substitute to fight on his behalf for his trial by combat, and I want him to pick Jamie because I think Jamie would, if Jamie died, it would fuck up Tywin's plan completely. Cause, oh, and Cersei wouldn't know what to do with herself. Mm-hmm. It would hurt everybody that wants to hurt him. So right. it's like it ends the bloodline basically, unless Tommen can grow up and have some babies. Um, and, and then Cersei has to start, you know, re- reproducing with someone. Um, it doesn't give Tywin, you know, his the legacy that he wants. Um, and um, it, you know, I, and I know he he loves Jamie or whatever, but it just. It risks everything that everybody um wants, you know. So I, I kind of would love to see that. Um I, I guess what I would like to see next week is what's going on with Jon Snow, what's going mm-hmm. on with what's going on with Bran and them fucking uh acid trips that he's having. Like I hope that's leading somewhere. Him 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 and the Wonder Twins. Yeah, him and the Wonder Twins are fucking supposed to be visiting a tree or some weird shit. Let's get that let's get that on with over with because I'm, I'm I'm guessing that means something, but I, as of right now, I have no idea uh, what it means. And of course, can't forget Twelve Years of Sansa. Oh, my. oh yes, mm-hmm. I forgot about her. Yeah, we got Lysa got to start acting up. She got to forget her pills next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lysa gonna be she gonna have to slide the uh the food under the uh tray like uh Seely did for Suge Avery, man. Like it's gonna ah! be. It's gonna be ugly uh I feel next bad week. For Sansa. And um I in the preview it looks like we get to finally meet the mountain. 
so i'm excited about mm-hmm. i just hope the mountain ain't the one that's gonna be fighting in the trial for, oh uh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> no. he will chop he will chop Tyrion in half if that's the case it'll be the quickest trial ever it's like uh and the mountain the end but um uh patrice thank you so much for joining us for them thrones thank you patrice as always it's a pleasure um you can follow her oh anytime anytime follow her on twitter at patrice c Mm -hmm. go to her website hellandheartaches.com um and i would like to give a shout out to the anonymous listener who uh donated patrice a headset we haven't it just arrived today so it's not hooked up and everything but this is how much the people love patrice do hit me up and was like hey man can i like uh give patrice a headset for her laptop it uh, i think it'll uh, improve the sound quality even more and i was just like okay you want me to like tell her your name or give you, you know you can email her he said no i want to stay anonymous i just love the show and i love patrice that much and i was like damn y'all niggas Aww. are some fiends Mm-mm. they love you patrice <laughs> that's that's you the- know well thank you to anonymous yeah thanks so much i have something to look forward to when i go home tonight so. that that is the height of fiendom you know what i mean it's like <laughs> they was like we want the best quality for everybody involved yeah. that's like a crackhead going by the dealer's house and being like hey man you ain't got no good tv in here do you don't worry i'll fix it <laughs> don't worry i'll fix it as long as you keep my crack coming yeah let's get you a better <laughs> I'll get you cable. Let's get you a better beeper. This beeper is old. Um, well, Patrice, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Yes, talk to you guys soon. Have a good week. All right, you too. Peace. Peace. <sighs> Love, Patrice. Yes, uh, thank you. Always fun. Um, all right, guys, we do have news and, and shit to cover. Um, Casey Kasem is missing. Casey Kasem. What? Ain't that the radio voice, dude? Yeah. How old is that man? 80, 90? He been around forever. Um, 82 years old. Yeah, I'm about to say, as long as, well, I, you know, I'm about to say longer than I've been around, ain't nothing like, hey, this is your top 20 with Casey Kasem. Top 40, I believe. Uh, top 40, I'm sorry. Yeah, Casey Kasem is America, man. Like, back yes. when, you know, when the, for people who really listen to the radio, like, there's, it's impossible to make a road trip on a weekend without running across some, like, I, you know, maybe I'm sounding nostalgic, but, you just run across some, you know, top 40 uh, mm-hmm. station that's playing this thing. And you get Casey Kasem's uh, familiar voice, um, you know, um, talking in the background. And you're just like, oh, shit, man. Look at, you know, look at this. Yeah, that's um, an old ass man. He's been around for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, for people that might not know what we're talking about, I'll see if I can find a clip of his voice. To play for you guys. Let me see it. Uh, the countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. 
He was a little dog named Snuggles. But he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Oh. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Oh, he wasn't happy. Yeah. So uh, Casey Kasem, legendary voice of Top Forty, <clears throat> American Top Forty, uh, disappeared from a Santa Monica hospital last week, and now judges ordered a court investigator to find him. The judge also appointed daughter Carrie Kasem, temporary conservator of the star, who is reportedly worth $80 million. It seems there's an ongoing family feud and might be to blame for his absence. Julie Carrie and Mike Kasem, Casey's children from his marriage, have been publicly at odds while his wife Jean, with his wife Jean for some time. They claim Jean moved the 82-year-old from a hospital in L.A. to an unknown location despite the fact that he has suffered from Lewy body dementia. Mm. Casey's daughter, Julie, told T.A., the Hollywood Reporter, we had a wonderful visit with him Tuesday at Berkeley East Covalescent Hospital where he was thriving there, and she yanked him out after their, uh, of there after hours. Casey's brother, Mourner, added that we're scared. Is he going to, is he getting the care that he needs? Gene's attorney, Craig Marcus, told the Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Daniel S. Murphy that he has no idea where Casey Kasem is, only that he is out of the country. Shit. Kasem's children believe the attorney is lying, saying Jean was over her, talking about her taking dad to a Washington State Indian reservation. So they think she they she absconded his her, her their father. Taking him off the map. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you look at her. You know, I don't know how 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 old she is. She don't look no eighty two. Mm, she's a lot lot younger than him. You know, she might be pulling that gold digger move, but hey. You know, like he's uh, like he's gonna be missing, man, for a while, and uh, somebody stole him. That's that's just sad to hear, man. Stole the whole person, and know nobody know where the fuck they are, huh? Yeah, uh, legendary American treasure, Casey Kasem. Um, as you guys heard from that audio that we played, um, <laughs> he lost his shit in that, man. Oh, that was hilarious. I never heard him like that. Most time. Like I said, you hear him with all that shit is edited out, so it's really, yeah. you know, clean cut. Next up, we have Boys to Men. Yeah, exactly. Next up, we have Sting. I used to like when he used to have to introduce people that he clearly didn't listen to. And then, like, all the black songs they played through in, like, 30 seconds, they don't even play the whole song, Mm-mm. which is why I hated listening to America's Top 40, because they would get you all hyped up. It's like, and this trio out of Philadelphia... Boys to men and or whatever you know, and then they yeah, start. I, I make love to you. Right. Well, next, let's move on to the next clip. Like, well, they'll they'll play all of them, but then like after that, it'll be like, and coming up the hit that's sweeping the nation, Casey, uh, uh crisscross, oh, and, so, yeah. and then that crisscross will get skipped. So I make you jump, jump, dude. it just start <laughs> fading out like, uh, and uh, coming up it's yes. Sting. I'm like fuck, we gonna listen to the whole Sting song, ain't we? We sure are. <laughs> 
um donald sterling did his interview with uh anderson cooper last night yeah and everybody completely understands now it was a huge misunderstanding water under the bridge thank you for explaining donald sterling sometimes you just need to hear it from the horse's mouth mouth and then you realize okay cool it was just uh blown out of proportion give this man his team back i'm sure it'll all be fine so and, there you go both crazy he crazy and she crazy i i, I haven't heard anything yet but from the tweets, we were doing the show when this was happening. So from the tweets, it don't sound like. Well, everyone's concentrating on the part he said about Magic Johnson, which I didn't really think was that. Like, it was petty, and it showed a complete lack of preparation by him because, obviously, he hasn't had any PR people talk to him. He hasn't mm-hmm. done any interview training. Okay. He just decided, I'm rich, I'm white, I'm old. I'm going to go out here and tell these motherfuckers what to think because that's what I'm used to with my amount of privilege in America. And it didn't work because he's not likable and you can't tell people how to feel about your racism. Mm -mm. You know, he should have been contrite, brought up the fact that his privacy was violated and just kept going back to those two things instead of being like, no, no, um, let me tell you, fuck Magic Johnson. And I bet you somebody probably did come Mm -hmm. to him and he was like, fuck you. I'm going to do it my way. And it was like, okay. Yeah, maybe. If he hired anybody for PR, that's if he hired, yeah, yeah. A person like him probably, like you said, didn't even waste their time. I bet you somebody told him you might want to consult somebody because the way you view the world is not how the world functions, and you learned that the hard way, sir. Well, it's like really rich people and really poor people are very similar in America. Mm-hmm. Like when you have nothing to lose, or when you have, like when or when you're at a point where no one can hurt you. Which, you know, I think a lot of times when you're poor, it's like you feel like you have nothing to lose. And when you're rich, you feel like no one can hurt you. And it's a very similar type of effect that it has on people where, yes, you know, there's a lot of poor people that realize, hey, man, these rules in the society are arbitrary as fuck. You know, there's always some kind of safety net for me. So, you know, they're like, as long as I'm willing to deal with it, I'll be okay. You know, like poor people, you know, um, and I'm saying this is somebody that, you know, grew up with family that uh struggled at times i don't, I don't mm-hmm. think we were poor like the poor of the poor but you know stayed in the project stuff like that mm-hmm. for got a part of my life yes uh got government assistance and stuff mm-hmm. D- you learn there's certain shit where you like what the fuck they gonna do and that and yeah. rich, rich people in america are very much the same of what the fuck they gonna do like yeah you can't take <laughs> nothing from nothing you know right. poor people are quick to be like they be like uh ma'am this is our 15 call got and you look at that you look at them like uh motherfucker just come and get me because mm-hmm. uh what else can you do take what what i ain't got to give you so um he was doing this interview and if it was a it felt very what the fuck they gonna do um let me play some of it for you but um yeah they he, he got asked about the magic johnson stuff and magic white people love magic johnson Yes, they do. Like I found so many defenses of Magic Johnson on Twitter and shit, but the 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 key the key to a lot of the stuff with Magic Johnson is that if he would have picked a different target, there's a huge part of America that wouldn't have a problem with him targeting this guy. Like if he had picked Isaiah Thomas, Mm -hmm. Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, someone a little less Mm -hmm. likable, people would be like, "Oh yeah, that Allen Iverson." Yeah, that guy isn't a good person, and I kind of agree with Donald Sterling. But he picked Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson got that million-dollar smile, and, and white Everybody people love him. love him. So it was the wrong thing to say. Um, plus, you know, Magic has done a lot in the community. He's done a lot to build up his money. Um, 
Patrick Johnson, you know, has made a public comment. What, do you have something to say to him? What can I say to him? He, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm hurt, but it doesn't matter. You're hurt that he, that he said, that he spoke out publicly. I'm hurt that he called me up and he said, don't do anything. Wait until you hear from me. Then somebody called me later and said he doesn't want to be involved. And then. So for the record, behind the scenes, and they're going to interview Magic Johnson tonight. He wanted, Donald Sterling wanted Magic Johnson to be a part of an interview with he and Barbara Walters and kind of use Magic as a prop. Like, see, we're cool. So then why, you know, why is, what's the big deal? And Magic said, fuck you. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, you know, and I'm, don't tell anybody I would do it because I'm not going to do it. And so instead, he's not going to address that. He's going to leave that part out. But that's the backdrop to him say, getting ready to go in on Magic. Oh, I, I didn't know. So he he had asked him to do an interview with him. Yeah, that's what Ma Ma their sources are saying that he asked Magic to kind of come out like as the black friend during a Barbara Walters interview. Why would he do that when you basically insulted him? Right, basically, you know. And I, he, of course, Donald Sterling's going to try it because he doesn't really consider Magic and a lot of these people to be people. And that's true. You know, so. It's and like, also, he feels like he's at the point where who are you to tell me no? Right. And he released a tape that I said to him that I talked to him in confidence. I, I don't, I didn't give any interviews. You are my interview. I'm deciding if I like you. No, but I, I, I mean, here is a man who's, I don't know if I say this, he, he acts so holy. By the way, as soon as you said, I don't know if I should say this, do you know what got you into trouble in the first place, Donald? Saying shit you probably shouldn't have said. Yes, and. This the, is that part where if you have a PR person off to the, off to the side of the camera, they'll be they like, go, cut the interview, cut, 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 cut. Yeah, they'll be like, uh, give us a 10 minute, yeah. we need, I need to talk to him. And back, back to the script. Yes, and for the fact that you're talking to Anderson Cooper, and you're going, I'm trying to decide if I like you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, uh, where are we going with this, this conversation? I mean, he, he made love to every girl in every city in, in America, and he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I... When he had those AIDS. <laughs> Old people, man. When he had those AIDS. Mm -hmm. He had them. They got he wasn't black. He was said them AIDS. We had them AIDS. He was giving them out now. When he had those AIDS, mm -hmm. that's not old, to mention Magic Johnson has HIV, but them those AIDS. Every girl in every city in in America, and he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I hoped he could live and be well. I didn't criticize him. I could have. Is he an example for children? You know, because he has money, he's able Well, you would let him sleep with your girlfriend as long as he didn't take Instagram pictures with her. So, I mean, are you any better? Come on now. Not to mention, having HIV is a personal thing. Like, he's kind of getting his timeline confused, isn't he? He's like, he had AIDS and then he gave it to everybody. It's like, uh, I don't think that's how that, I don't think you got the timeline right. No. People do treat himself but magic johnson is irrelevant in this thing he didn't do anything harmful to anybody and i respect him and i admire everything that he does 
you know, I'd like to help even more if he would offer me an opportunity to help. I like to help minorities. Magic John. That's the wrong thing to say. Um, yeah, okay. Hudson had said that you you would never attend a game while you were owner. Apparently he showed up to a game today. He would never what? Attend a Clippers game as long as you were owner. And he came today to, uh, to see the game. He's there at the game. Yeah. Now he get mad. uh, Yeah, because I think to him, this is the first time he's hearing this. Like you say, he don't know what the fuck social media is, Tumblr, Twitter, all that shit. Like he, I can tell he has no idea what that is. Somebody's coming and telling him, and then he's getting angry, and he's looking like this nigga went to the game. He like I told this nigga, you had one thing to do, Magic. Okay, you won't even. Come do my, the interview with me and let me use you as a black prop to say that everything's okay. But you had time to go to the game? But you got time to show up to the game, Magic? Really? You think that's a good idea? Yeah, Matt, yeah, he hit him with that bombshell. You could just see it on his face. He was like, this nigga. Yep, you could tell he didn't know. He has no idea. He probably didn't even know uh, Magic tweeted that. Yeah, he probably didn't know it was a game last night. Mm-mm. I, I don't think it's worthy of even discussing such a stupid remark. But he lulled me into waiting a week. Do you know what I mean? He said, don't do anything. He told you, gonna... you're saying he told you not to say anything? Yeah, don't do anything. I know the girl. Don't do anything. I'll, I'll help you. I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. What you're saying is Magic Johnson called you up or you called him up? I don't know his phone number. He, he called, called you up yeah. when, when the tape broke. I don't call anybody. He called I'm you up. I'm loyal to you. He, he called you up when the tape came out. And he told you not to say anything? Yeah. Why did he say don't say anything? He just said, wait, be patient, I'll help you, we'll we'll work it out. And you know what? What? I don't believe that. Like, because that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Like, that statement makes, why would he call you? I guarantee, no, you didn't call him, but somebody called him on your behalf. First of all, you know Magic didn't, like, it doesn't even make sense. No. Hey, let me call Donald Sterling and tell him I will help you out. Just wait a week. That no. Nope. What what does Magic Johnson have to gain by this at all? Nothing. And why would he contact you? Like it makes no sense. Yeah. Not to mention you're a racist that tarnished his name. He might be fucking with you. Let's like if I was if I got on tape if I got caught on tape talking shit about say uh, Chris from from Insanity Check mm-hmm. and the tape leaked. And then Chris called me and said, hey, man, don't say anything for a week. I'll help you take care of it. I'm going to be like, nigga, why would you? Like, obviously, I can't wait on you. I'm the one who crossed you. You I need to fix this. Yeah. So I don't know about this shit. Why do you think he said that? I think he wanted me to just do nothing so he could buy the team. He thought maybe the whole thing would be resolved in two weeks. I don't believe that bullshit at all. Come on, man. You make it. He's making all of this up. First of all, does, do people understand how much money and coordination it takes to buy a team? A Magic lot. Johnson is part of a group of people who m- would like to buy a, a team. team. A group. Uh, you don't get the money together in two weeks. You don't like it. Like unless the, the NBA was going to promise them without them showing any type of financial like resources just be like okay well you guys wanted the shores that's not gonna happen yeah like this is such bullshit well 
what has he done can you tell me oh and this is where uh oh you could tell he had a moment of should i should i say something worse what did what has he done Ooh. and you could just see it in his, well, he's like should i make this worse fuck it i'm going in i'm, I'm rich, rich. That I'm yeah, rich. I'm rich. <laughs> that, that that that's exactly what he said. I have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? Take my team? Give Fuck you. Take my team. Give me a billion and a half dollars. Fine. Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? Well, yes, he he's a business person. He uh, he's got AIDS. Did he do? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He burnt that bridge. He was like, you Woo! know what? Oof, I'm just going to burn the whole goddamn building down. He set the building on fire. Hot fire. I'm sorry. I got to give him props for that one. That is good. Hey, you know what? I think Big Magic shot. Johnson, what has he done? Well, he's a businessman. He's got AIDS is what he's done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this nigga is the devil. <laughs> and, and you know what? I think he was trying to be cool until then. Well, he got mad as soon as he told him he went to that game. Oh, yes. Right. yes. Oh. Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? Well, yes, he's a business person. He, he's he got AIDS. Did he do any business? <laughs> I'd like, did he help anybody in South L.A.? Well, I think he has HIV. He doesn't actually have full-blown AIDS. But. Uh, well, what kind of a guy goes to every city, has sex with every girl, then he catches HIV? And uh, Is that someone we want to respect and, and tell our kids about? I think he should be ashamed of himself. Pot meat kettle. Wow. Pot meat kettle says the 82 year old man trying to get into the pants of a woman that is not his wife. <laughs> Taking her to games and shit like that. I guess because he ain't get HIV is different. <laughs> like HIV is the result of only of course bad things and that in itself makes you a bad person because you have attained hiv mm-hmm. therefore you're a bad person mm-hmm. i think he should go into the background but what does he do for the black people doesn't do anything you call up and say well he's, you know, he's, opened, a bus- he's, he's a, opened a lot of businesses in, in people, inner city neighborhoods the jewish people have them. now here's the thing um magic johnson has actually done a lot um, economically for black people, um, as far as, uh, his theaters and, uh, I, I mean, I've actually heard him give speeches on like, hey, this, I wanted to give people a chance to earn a, a living wage. So I opened up these places that in the community, it brings pride. It's people actually putting in on themselves. So it's not just like throwing up a, a basketball goal or a park. It's something where kids that, you know, could potentially get involved in crime gang activity things of this nature well now they have you have a job you know um and uh yeah D- donald sterling doesn't know because he doesn't care Mm-mm. so you know to him he it's just nothing. he's just another black person out there yeah and in the in the clip that they keep playing they never not the clip but the pictures they keep showing from the interview with the words transposed over they never show anderson cooper actually tried to correct them Mm-mm. So it's just willful ignorance. He's like, I'm gonna just zoom past that. He's talking to Anderson Cooper like he's V V Stiviano. Yeah, cause he don't care. I'm like, why do you have an opinion? Well, he's, know, he's, opened, a bus- he's, he's a, opened a lot of businesses in, in people, inner city neighborhoods. The Jewish people have a company, and it's for people who want to borrow money and no interest. They want to give them a fish pole, fishing pole. We want to help people. If they don't have the money, we'll loan it to you. You don't have interest. One day you'll pay us back. So are, I'm just telling you, 
He does nothing. It's so, all talk. Are, so are you saying that African-Americans don't contribute to their to African-American communities as much as Jewish There's people? There's no African-American. Oh, never mind. Oh, Lord. So he's getting better because he stopped himself. So I know, he was about to say, them Negroes don't care nothing about themselves. Yep. Um, so that... That that's very funny too because um I saw and this this is just one of those things where you feel kind of sad because black people as always hate ourselves on some levels. Um and on Facebook I saw some girl posting pictures cuz there's these pictures going around from the interview of quotes and then like with Sterling's face. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like well, Jewish people, we give back to our community, and black people, they don't give back to their community, so they should all be ashamed uh, of themselves uh, or something like that. And they was like, and someone retweeted was like, "Well, see, uh, he's telling the truth or something like that." And I was like, uh, or if she said something like, "Well, isn't he telling the truth or something, something like that?" Right. And I was like, uh, no, he's not telling the truth. He's lying. You know what I mean? No black. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, people, you person on Facebook think no black people give back to their own community? Are None. you serious? None. No black people give back Nobody. to their own community? Like, no black people. Just None. What an amazing level not of one ignorance. one single solitary person. None. You know who gives the most back to black people? Black people. Yes, because most people don't give a fuck. You know, so it was just like really disheartening and like sad because, you know, with the disasterbation and shit, like there's a certain level of person that just can't wait to, um, they can't wait to make something black people's fault. Like, even a dude who's a racist, you would go agree with the racist just to be like, see, here's something bad about black people that I can agree with because I hate black people as well, and I hate myself. Yes. And I and I had to unsubscribe from the, like, thread and everything because a couple other women came in like, well, he talking good. I mean, that's right about some black people. I'm like, I don't even, just, okay. All right. Yeah, that yeah, that that level of ignorance, uh, I don't. I don't care for it because you mean to tell me that you are that dumb and that stupid uh, just because you don't see it on TV, just because it's not on radio, just because these people don't toot their horns. There are a lot of African-Americans that have money that give to a lot of communities and services and have built shit and done all kinds of shit in these communities. And you will never know their name. But so it does not mean that they don't do just because you don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I just feel like if if you're going to look at people um, from the perspective of like if you're going to want if you want to hate yourself. Which I think a lot of times black people do. We want to have a reason to hate ourselves. Um, you're going to end up finding confirmation in a lot of bullshit like this. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, I don't care about the source. It's like, well, the source is a racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why Why would you, you know, how, how, would, how could you possibly not care? Like, here's the quote. Jews, when they get successful, they will help their people. And some of the African-Americans, maybe I'll get in trouble again. They don't want to help anybody. Donald Sterling. And she was like, well, ain't that the truth? No. 
crazy man it's just absolutely crazy like we always raising the bar on ourselves as long as it is a way to and in a way it also is this this weird like i'm gonna distinguish myself from these other negroes mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not like those negroes over there yeah it's just but at the same at the end of the day to somebody that's racist we all niggas they don't yeah. separate rich from poor. We're right. all in that same that, goddamn boat. That dude doesn't see Magic Johnson any different from fucking you. No. Or any other person, but somehow. People that think like that, they don't care. Yeah, some, somehow. You, you would run to this man as some sort of authority on, uh, on racial matters. When he doesn't care about you, your opinion, or your people. Yeah, this is really sad to see. But, um, so, um, Solange, uh, or uh, the Solange Gate is hit the second phase. We're getting more information, more speculation, more rumors. There's a uh, speculation that Jay Z thinks this could tear his family apart forever. Ha! <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, it's, the rumors are out there. The sources are talking. Um, the there's a a source that tells New York Daily News that Solange knows infamous elevator attack. On um, brother-in-law Jay-Z happened after Jay-Z made plans to ditch the Met Ball for Rihanna's after party without bringing Beyonce. So he was just going to go to Rihanna's party. And what does that have to do with her black ass? Um, Well, it's kind of this weird thing because some people were saying watching the tape that they could tell all this shit. And I can't tell anything from that tape, to be quite honest. Some people like, obviously, this happens all the time behind closed doors. She be fighting Jay-Z. I was like, why would you even think that? You know what I mean? Like what, what? Like how can you look at that and tell? Like oh yeah, this probably happened twelve times this week. I can't tell. Um, also, the other thing is, some people were like, "Well, she obviously was fighting on Beyonce's power half, and that's what, behalf, and that's why we Beyonce didn't, didn't jump didn't in." Even, we couldn't even hear what they was talking about. Mm-hmm. The tension between the two started earlier in the night when a group of Solange's non-famous friends reportedly crashed the gala. Uh, Gala, Gala, I don't know, and dropped uh, started dropping Jay Z's name. So Solange's non-famous, non-famous as we like to call you guys. So <laughs> they showed up and they were uh they were like we we know Jay Z, let us in, and they were pretending that they were guests of his and not hers. Manager went to Julius, oh. Beyonce's bodyguard, and said there was a problem. Shortly after, Jay Z apparently confronted Solange and said, "Don't use my name." At that point, Solange decided she wanted to leave. Another source told the Daily News. Jay-Z decided to take off for Rihanna's party on his own, calling ahead to say he wouldn't need extra security. Solange reportedly lost it. Here's a second source account of the conversation that took place in the elevator video. She said, why can't you go home? And to Beyonce, why does your husband need to go to the club right now? Uh, You're one to talk, Jay replied. That's when the punch and kick and the purse swinging started. Man, so if that's what happened... That can people stop calling it, um, like acting like what did he do to deserve to be beat? Cause a lot of people was running around like, what did he say to deserve this? It's yeah. When when it comes to this, it's always blame the victim, regardless mm-hmm. if a man hitting a woman or a woman hitting a man. It's always blame the victim. Yeah, I remember when the Rihanna shit happened. It's like, well, what was she doing? It's like when she was going through his phone. But have you seen her face? Cause on, uh, it's totally possible. I walk in the house, Karen's going through my phone. Um, I'm going to say there's a 100% chance she will walk out of this house scarless because it won't be from some ah! shit I did. I, okay, you went through my phone. I'm, I am I, I know how to be angry without trying to kill you. I think that's the truth. So, you know, the, you know, but uh, and, they. Mm-hmm. 
and and I guess from from my uh perspective, and that's if this story is true, because who knows? There's so much many rumors. Nobody really heard the conversation. Nobody really yeah. knows what was said. What do you have to do with your sister's marriage? Well, this is you her know, husband. like I'm prone to believe this version because it's because um, a lot of times single people get involved in people's marriages when they really need to shut the fuck up. So maybe it's just my predisposition towards, hey, that's their business. Why don't you stay out of it? Yes. And, you know, the idea that someone her friends will use Jay as like a name to try to get in and instead I- of. Her I name mean, because her name don't carry the same weight. Yeah, so I I could understand him getting mad, going, "Don't be having him using my name, dog." Yeah. It makes sense. I'm yes. not saying this this happened, but that shit makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and, she, and honestly, if if this story is true, she was wrong and she was out of pocket. She yeah. was wrong. Yeah, and everybody, you know, uh, like sometimes it's your single friends that get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's your sister or whatever, they just don't understand. You know, she she deleted all Beyonce's pictures off of Instagram except one. So she mad at Beyonce, too. Like, why didn't you have my back? Like, nigga, I'm not going to roundhouse my husband because you can't control yourself. Come on now. I'm way too famous for this. What if, what if you would have tore, tore my designer dress or hit me in my my money making face? That's what I'm talking about. My Honey, my money's worth more than your whole body. Get the fuck out of here. Mm hmm. Um, and then the other thing too, cause you know, I have my own sources. I, I've studied the tape several times and what I think happened is they got into the elevator. Jay-Z farted and it was silent ah! and he blamed it on Solange and Solange was like, no, I did not fart. And he was like, oh my God, it stinks. You're, you're terrible. And then she attacked him, you know, so ah! that's, if, that's, if that's the case, he's wrong. That that's just what my sources are reporting right now. Um, feel free to spread that around, guys. Uh, if you want to just roll with that as the truth. Um, Kentucky says gay marriage threatens the state's birth rates. Um. Okay. Governor Steve Bashir's lawyers say Kentucky's ban on gay marriage should be retained because only man woman couples can naturally procreate. The state has an interest in ensuring that they do. Appealing the federal court's decision that the state ban on recognizing gay marriage violates constitution, the constitutional guarantee that equal protection under the law. Bashir's higher counsel say, says Kentucky has a legitimate interest in encouraging procreation to support long-term economic stability and stable birth rates. Oh, honey, there's plenty of straight people having all the goddamn children. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about kids. They, they still coming. They coming. U.S. District Judge John H. Hayburn II in February struck down a Kentucky's law and constitutional amendment banning the recognition of same-sex marriages performed in other states, saying Kentucky has offered no rational basis for targeting for treating gay and lesbian couples differently. Attorney General Jack Conway, whose office has been defending the ban, declined to appeal Hayburn's ruling, saying at the time that he thought the ban was unconstitutional. Bashir's office then hired an Ashland law firm to handle the appeal, which was filed Monday in the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati. In the 32-page appeal, attorney Lee Gross Latherall says Kentucky has an interest in maintaining birth rates, which is allowed, which is, if allowed to fall, can induce economic crisis because of the reduced demand for goods and services and the reduction of the workforce. 
she cited recent dips in the economies of germany and japan tied to declines in birth rates yeah. the appeal doesn't explain how allowing gays to marry will reduce the birth rate among heterosexual couples yeah and the laws in japan are different they cap off how many kids they have they would they uh, a lot of people did want girls so they were killing thousands of little girls uh keep in mind germany and japan are two of the most homophobic cu- countries in the world mm-hmm. so it's not like germany and japan uh had gay marriage run amok and then the birth rates decline Mm-mm. secondly there's this and there's always been this weird religious way of looking at well i don't want to say it's it, religious people see that that are against gay marriage take this tactic now i'm not saying all religious people believe this or any of that shit but the ones that seem to be so against gay marriage always take this tactic of like well if you offer gay marriage obviously everybody's gonna do it no so it's gonna lower the the fucking birth rate because all the straight people are gonna be like why would i keep wanting all this delicious pussy when i could be getting dick Ah. obviously this changes my entire sexual orientation like it's just like i didn't know i had this it's like if they put wings in the menu for appetizers well obviously you're gonna have to try the wings like that's how they feel about dick and and and, and vagina and same sex organs. It don't work like that. It's it's like oh shit. So I dick was on the menu the whole time. I didn't know this. I must try it. Right. Well, I'll take the dick sampler, please. I didn't ah. know that this. It's like you, I'll take the pussy platter. You do realize gay, ah. gay people can be mar- can be mar- can be gay together without being married. True. You know what I mean? Like that's you don't stop in relationships. This isn't giving them permission to be gay. Oh well, now I can get married. Well, I guess I will be gay. Like I don't ah. even understand this mindset. It's so fucking stupid. Um, Laura Landonwich, one of the plaintiffs' lawyers, said the state's view that marriage is designed to per- per- perpetuate the species is offensive. Yep, it is. A lot of people get married, don't have kids, can't have kids, kids. adopt all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just mean you're gonna procreate. Most Kentuckians on the other side, on both sides of the issue, view marriage as a social partnership, a spiritual bond, a commitment to navigate life together. Landon, which said children are often part of that shared journey, but the relationship extends beyond that. She also said the state must offer justification that is rationally related to its interest to justify discriminating against some of its residents. For the first time, the governor claims that barring same-sex couples from the state's marital institution will encourage opposite-sex couples to procreate. On its face, this justification is not rational. Mm-mm. You don't have to be a lawyer to see that. Yeah. Maybe he's saying when people watch True Blood and two shirtless vampires kiss, they go, oh, no, now I can't have sex with my wife, and then it lowers the amount of uh, children. They burn rate drop? Yeah. It's like, oh, my sperm rate is dropping. It's too. It's getting too gay up in here. Um, but yeah, Kentucky decides, uh, they, <laughs> they got a ban gay marriage because people won't have kids. Straight people will stop having kids. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Um, let me see if I can find my fucking with black people, um, thing of the day. Oh, wait, I'll tell you what. I was, we already talked about this on Balls D Sports, but, uh, I think we can use it for fucking with black people today. Um, okay, was that other article, uh, the gay news or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't play gay music for that. I'm sorry about this. I'm letting everybody down today. Uh, I, I will just find a gay song to play. Here you go. Uh, what is this? 
Gay people get all the best music, man. I know, right? I'm just gonna go through this list one day and listen to all this shit. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> this is why gay people are in such good shape. All, all that exercising. All this music is fucking exercise music, man. It's like yes. going to the gym in your car. Yes. Great abs. Turn the lights off. Let's get the glow sticks out. Let's do this. Ah! Um, all right. But um, in uh, fucking with black people news, um, let me uh, find my fucking with black people music. Um, here we go. Um, just fucking with the black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that you all hate to love, to love, to hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Well, we assign scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Well, fucking with black people. Today's contestant, Stephen Jackson. Uh-oh. Yep. Um. Now, first of all, obviously Donald Sterling gets a hundred carryover from. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he might get bonus points. He, yeah. At least he 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 topped it out today. Yeah. I might, I would lower it to seventy five because he did cut off that last racist thing he was gonna say. Oh, I bet you it was gonna be delicious. But rapper, NBA former NBA player Stephen Jackson, aka Stack Jack, if you know him in these streets, put out a diss song to Donald Sterling. Did did you know this? No. Mm-hmm. He put out a diss song to Donald Sterling to let him know how he feels. Blanco, yeah, I like this one. 2014, man. For real. No need for racism. Not at all. Message from Stack 5. Yep. Ah. Is this a quarter? This a cotton field. Cotton field. Can someone please explain exactly what this is? I heard they hatin', but I ain't surprised Same reason Martin Luther King died America the beautiful America the beautiful America the beautiful America the beautiful Is this a quarter, this a cotton field? Can someone please explain exactly what this is? I heard they hatin', but I ain't surprised Same reason Martin Luther King died Dear Mr. Sterling, here's a speech for you I had a dream the Klan had a sheep for you We don't understand, we need an explanation Is this a staple center or a plantation? Cotton pickers running up that hardwood While mouse overlooking like it's all good Floor seats next to his Sneaking the slave quarters 
years a slave, 12 years a slave. Ah! He said he clothes and he feed us. Uncle Tom's yelling that they need a raise. Don't want us wrong, but they really need us. Is this a quarter? This is a cotton field. Can someone please explain exactly what this is? I heard they hating, but I ain't surprised. Same reason Martin Luther King died. America the beautiful. America the beautiful. America the beautiful. America the beautiful. I ain't selling my soul. I ain't selling my soul. It's a dirty game. I keep my joints clean. I got my jacket on because it's a cold world that I'm living in full of ignorance. Racism, it still exists. From the broken person to the filthy rich. Can't hide from it. It still exists. It be the same people cut your check. Be the same people give you no respect. Beat you with a whip. Noose around your neck. Hang you from a tree. Yeah, you know the rest. America the beautiful. But I swear she got some ugly ways. As I read these chapters out of Revelation. Have mercy on my soul, we in the last days. Is this a quarter? This is a cotton field. Can someone please explain exactly what this is? I heard they hating, but I ain't surprised. Same reason Martin Luther King died. America the beautiful America the beautiful America the beautiful America the beautiful Yeah man The best part of my career Was being able to play with, with a lot of guys From different countries, different places You know, different races That was the best part about it You know what I mean So salute to Commissioner Silver, man For doing the right thing but it ain't over till his family completely, completely sells the team. I say completely sells the team. The team is no longer in his family's name. Peace. I'm out. Oh, man. America the beautiful. America the beautiful. So, uh, Karen, what would you get at on scale of zero to a hundred for fucking with black people? Man, ain't fuck with me. I liked it. Uh, I'll give it a zero. Yeah, I about to say it's zero. Got a winner two. here. Um, someone in the chat room brought up getting um them chains on a remix. Oh, nigga. Yeah, two chains on this. Two chains. Only problem is, you know, two chains can't quite make a metaphor that works. So I don't know what his racial, like, like on the low, Stack Jack has some pretty good um uh, racial metaphors and references and. St- Shit like that. I don't know about um two chains. Two chains fuck around and be be saying some shit like back out like Rosa Park. You be like, that's oh, that's not correct, sir. That's, that's not what it's not what happened at all, sir. Like be like got your girl in the back of me, she in the back seat, she rose P. You be like, nigga, that's no, not no not no That's not that's not exactly what had happened no. though. No two chains. I don't know if we need you making any um MLK like slavery? No, no, yeah. sir. No, sir. <laughs> right. No, no. Mm-mm. Stop, please stop, stop, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You fuck around and fuck up some some factual. Uh, yeah. Then <laughs> then the son would be fucking with black people. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He get on that. He get on that. Start dropping them uh, 
driving them bars dog but uh yeah i fucks with this man and the thing is with steven jackson um i always forget steven jackson can rap mm-hmm. and like his album had like big crit on there scarface was on that shit like yeah he, he actually can spit man but i always forget because i'm used to rappers that can't rap so you know that's that's what i'll be used to man but um yeah that get a zero mm-hmm, zero man Although the two chains remix will get at least like twenty five, because two chains will fuck up some some metaphors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> all right, let's go to get <laughs> uh, your girls rounds. Yeah. <laughs> like Malcolm X, you like nigga, that's offensive no, as shit. No. Um. All right, let's let's do it. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess, guess the, the race. race. The number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, who is racist, to guess the race. Let's go. All right, here's our first article. Guess the race. Um, America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one involves something that people on the internet are very familiar with. Skype. Mm-hmm. A lot of long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of lonely people out there, you know, in this world. And you, mm-hmm. Some people put like on Twitter, put their Skype name across. Come hit me up on Twitter and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've seen people on 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 different accounts like uh, on twitter and stuff like hey who wants to talk i'm on twitter i'm on skype and i'm lonely and then you call them and they talk to you about some bullshit i'm guessing i don't know what to do. i've never called i don't know but <laughs> but um apparently people have sex on skype karen mm-hmm. pull the penises and titties out and watch each other mm-hmm. and jack off that's right. By the time the 15-year-old girl's dad realized that something was going on, she had already participated in several online video sex sessions with a man who was nearly twice her age. Federal agents from Homeland Security Investigation say a North Lauderdale man met the San Francisco teen in September using an anonymous online chatting site called Omegle. They then began communicating on Skype using the video conferencing, online chat, and instant messaging features of the free communications app. When the girl's father became suspicious and took her phone in November, he printed out approximately 143 pages of sexually explicit <gasps> online chats between the two, Have which he turned over, over to San Francisco police oh. and Homeland Security Investigations agents in South Florida and California. On Monday in federal court in Fort Lauderdale, Markinson Cherry, who turns 29 this week, pleaded not guilty to one federal charge of enticement of a minor. The girl told Cherry, who she only knew as Marcus, and by his Skype name, Swag Lycus Robinson, that she was only 15 and that he told her he was 21, she later told investigators. She said she reminded him of how old she was several times during the two months they communicated. If convicted, Cherry could face between 10 years in life in prison and a $250,000 fine. For SunSentinel.com, I'm Matthew Herron. First of all, old Florida, right, almost goes without saying Wow. Second of all, guess the race of um uh what's what's this dude's name? Um what the fuck is it? Cherry, Cherry, Cherry. What's his first name though? Uh I don't think it says does Nah, it? it was Marcus, I think. Something oh yeah, Marcus Cherry, who went by Swag Like Us Robinson 
on Skype. Let's check the chat room. <clears throat> as white as the skeet he shot on her, his stomach while watching that young tenderoni strip. Oh my. R. Kelly 12 play black. Nickname says black. Edward Snowden hacker pedophile. Mr. Marcus. Oh my. He's wearing that dingy ass cat while he was jerking off. Yeah. So pale he glows. So it's very divided chat room right now. Sounds like an eight mile resident. So what well, eight miles? Is that black or white? Yeah, I don't know. Cool smoker. Um says black rob. Um so sounds like it's very divided. Yep. People so going, going black, black white. Be, yeah, they all yeah. Chuck Spears trying to hedge his bet with eight mile residents. So he could be like, I was talking about Eminem if he if he gets it wrong. Um the white says uh white says Kevin eight mile on the on the Eminem variety. So he says white. white. The correct answer yeah. is black. He was black, y'all. Some people did get it right. I'm putting his chat, uh, putting his name, his picture in the chat. Uh, his picture just says, got caught trying to fuck a 15 year old all over it. A mm-hmm. hundred and something pages on her. T- I know her daddy wanted to fall the fuck out. I know he pulled that Chris Hansen. Sir, what exactly were your intentions with my daughter? Well, I just wanted to be her friend and, uh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know you got wine coolers and condoms. Sit on mm-hmm. over there. Have a seat, sir. Have a seat over there. Just like some lemonade. Um, a crazy Maury episode played out in real life. Okay. Uh, there was apparently a couple scheduled to be on Maury and shit got real, Karen. Oh, shit. A Chicago couple who traveled to Fairfield County to be on the Maury show was arrested by Norwalk police late Tuesday night after engaging in a hotel room fight that began when the woman found out her boyfriend was sleeping with her mother. Oh, what? Oh my. John Coley, 46 and Shantae McGee Brown, 25 were initially charged with disorderly conduct and third degree criminal mischief. McGee Brown was additionally charged with interfering with an officer. I mean, her mom is, he's old enough to be her dad, so why not have sex with her mom? Both suspects were held overnight on a $100,000 bond. $100,000 bond? Jesus. They were arraigned Wednesday afternoon. Judge William Wenzel released McGee Brown on a promise to appear in court and gave her a court date. Of April 30th, addressing McGee Brown's lack of ties to the area, public defender Christian, Christine Schwarzenstein said McGee Brown was in town to be on a local TV show, probably surrounding the net, the nature of the arrest. Wenzel did not find, make a finding po- probable, make a finding of probable cause on criminal mischief charged against Coley. He now only faces a lone misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge. Wenzel lowered Coley's bond to $10,000. Coley was convicted of murder in 1998 and released from prison January 2010. According to statements made in court, Wenzel set Coley's bond without prejudice, meaning the defense can argue for a lower bond. Pending further research into his criminal history, state attorneys Nico Pecco stated that Coley had also had a 2012 arrest for murder and the arrest did not show up on the bail commissioner's background oh, wow. study of Coley. Coley's next court date is April 10th. So he murdered somebody, got out of jail, 
and then got accused of murder again wenzel also entered two protective orders to ordering coley and mcgee brown to stay away from each other police were called to double tree to the double tree hotel oh that fine establishment yes for a for a report of this disturbance on the third floor at 11 45 p.m officers were met in the hallway by mcgee brown who was dressed only in a towel and initially misidentified herself mcgee brown told officers she had thrown a vase and broken the table during a fight with her boyfriend police said she said that the two were stated slated to appear on the maury povich talk show and she became upset after finding out that coley slept with her mother well now why would you tell her this now instead of on the show i feel like that's violating some type of agreement Ah, uh, yeah coley was slated to take a lot to take the test on the show the couple was supposed to be booked in the different hotel rooms and they but they encountered one another and began arguing um <laughs> which is funny too because <laughs> why would you book people at the same hotel if you're maury yeah, they need to be booked in two different it's hotels. It's all people that you definitely don't want to run into each other until on your show, right? Yep. It's not like they have happy Maury endings. <laughs> yes. Um, Cooley came upstairs and initially told police that McGee Brown was fighting with another John Coley. Because there's supposed to be two of them. That must have been a different one. I got a twin with the same name apparently so both suspects were taken into custody without incident coley eventually admitted to engaging in the altercation police learned that mcgee brown's real identity while booking her police headquarters um so guess the race uh they're both the same race uh john coley and shante mcgee brown Let's see what the chat room has to say to this it wasn't their first appearance on the show black those who like myself who proved that yes, there are black people from Connecticut. Son of Anarchy having sex with Gemma White. Uh Cooley Cooley High Extras, he slept with her mother on a billion on a dollar bet. Oh are they ever are there ever white people on Maury? Black, black. She got the sugars off that double tree cookie and went off black. He stole his not the daddy <laughs> dance. He stole his not the daddy dance from breaking to electric boogaloo. Correct answer is black. One person did guess white. Yes, they did. Let's go into the double round. Bonus round here, guys. Double the points. Double the raise. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's the bonus round to guess the race where we have double the points double the racism on the line for all the marbles so if you missed a couple you can get right back in it uh i know it's pretty divided right now a lot of people went white in the first round and that totally threw everybody off but uh here's your chance to get back let's go uh let's do this one a uh 19 year old is such a big fan of a restaurant chain that he had Barcelos, the cockerel mascot of Nando's, tattooed on his right buttock. Mr. Holman, who spends 1,500 euro a year on his favorite meal, an extra hot whole chicken, garlic bread, and bottomless drink, thought his cheeky gesture was worth a free food, free feed. So he asked the store for a loyalty card, but Nando's has given him the 
the bums rushed and snubbed his request surely undo something for my commitment to nando's he said the assistant shop manager hopes nando's will change his mind and give him one of his legendary black cards which guarantees free food for life Mm-mm. so you can get it's a chicken restaurant if you get free food for life at the chicken restaurant it's called a black card okay <sighs> nando's gives free yeah, stuff do a little bit more to get a tattoo on your ass nando's gives free stuff to celebrities and footballers but they never reward loyal customers like me he ran it he has even offered to get an image of a black card on his left buttock if the South African base chain relents and rewards his loyalty. And if it refuses, he tweeted, I'll get it lasered off and get KFC on there instead. Let's be honest, it's much better. Well, now I wouldn't give you shit, okay? That's right. Despite his request going bottoms up, Mr. Holman of Lord Kingswood, Surrey, has no regrets about the tattoo inked on his behind during a lad's holiday to Malia in Crete. So guess the race of... What's his name? Mr. Holman? Uh, Bradley Holman. Uh, the cheeky little bastard. <laughs> I made an English joke. Let's check it out. Nando's is good, though. I'm just saying that is not a race. Think pretty smart. Uh, let's see. When Keeping It White goes wrong, so Linda Brothers says white. T and Crump is white. Skin like raw chicken skin, white. Because <laughs> that's think pretty oh. smart. Uh, <laughs> Uh, looks like everybody else scared to guess, man. You got scared to guess the chicken throwing you off white, whiter than his whitey, white, tidy whites. Okay. Oh my. Benny Hill, olive complected European white. The correct answer is, and everyone got it white. (laughs) Wow. Even though it was for chicken, you guys all got white. You guys are getting good. You guys are getting real good. I know, right? Um, all right, last one. To the humble teacher arrested on her way to school because police say she was drunk. A drama teacher with a whole lot of drama going on now. Our mom <laughs> Sue is live at Humble with Jokes. that story, new at five. Monty? Well, that's right, Greg and Lisa, Humble ISD is once again making headlines because of one of its teachers. This makes it two arrests in less than one week. This time, it's a theater and arts instructor. This mugshot has surprised many parents. Nice teacher. From what I understand, I mean, no complaints. Your kids like her? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want that to be a role model for my child. Because of who the woman is, Patricia Almond's job is to educate students at Timberwood Middle School about theater. But now she's accused of driving while intoxicated on her way to class at 8 o'clock in the morning one day last week. Oh, well, yeah, she should be terminated. Humble police say Allman swerved and hit a retaining wall after exiting Highway 59 and Townsend Boulevard. I don't know what to say. That's very unfortunate, especially if she's on the way to school because these kiddos are young and impressionable. Just last week, another Humble ISD teacher was arrested on drug charges. Investigators say heroin, meth, and other drugs were found in her apartment in Porter, along with guns and stacks of cash. Monica Quintero is on paid leave from Ridge Creek Elementary. I mean, they should monitor the teachers more. I mean, they're really, I don't know, something in the system's broken. Because of all of this, one family says they'll now homeschool their kids. I don't trust trust the schools as much as I used to. Unfortunately, the, the administrators can't do anything about people, what they do on their own time. Unfortunately, she was bringing it here, and I hope, I hope it doesn't come, we don't come to find out that there were other things that 
uh, wade into it. And clearly parents here are worried. Officials here tell us they will be sitting down with the teacher, talking to the teacher, and discussing options. For now, we are live in Uncle Molly Basu, KHOU 11 News. Mm -hmm. What other options is there? For what? The, to do to her? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you kind of got to fire her. I mean, mm -hmm. I now, just like the kids get on her nerves so much she get drunk coming to school. Yeah. She like on her way to school, like, let me get fucked up before I go in here with these perfect little snowflake angels. I guarantee you she probably get to up all the time. Yeah, let's check the chat room and see what the rate what they think the race is of Monica Quintero. Teach drama teacher with a whole lot of drama going on. Um <clears throat> not immediately fired white. None of the interviewees were black. She is white. One who saw Walter White as an inspiration. Miss Bliss wasn't quite saved by the bell. White. Oh. One who smokes Marlboros and drinks PBR while cooking her meth on a hot plate in her kitchen. White, says Keyline. One who based her teaching on Telemundo. His panic. The correct oh, answer God. is, and only one of you got it, Hispanic. Think pretty smart with the last minute save. Yes. Out of nowhere. She won the game. Calls the Hispanic amazing. That is that very few people have ever done. Only one person got that right. And it was you that I'll, I'll put the picture in the chat room for you guys. So you guys can see it. I can't believe all y'all missed that. I mean, it was Monica Quintero. I mean, what sounds white about the name Quintero? That almost sounds like some sort of dance that Spanish people send their little girls to when they become a woman or something. Um, <clears throat> and it happened in Arizona or something. <laughs> like, ah, couldn't get more Hispanic than that. So, uh, but, uh, good job, everybody. Um, well, mostly Miss Smart. Um, of course, we can't get out of here with that. We got to talk about this sore wretchedness, Karen. Yes, sir. I mean, teachers getting DUIs on the way to school, that's one thing, but uh, this is a little bit worse. Um, here's a story about a man who used a sword to threaten his girlfriend, um, and then his neighbor tried to come over and help, and he was like, would you like some, too? Oh, no. Yeah. He should have been like that old man. No. Uh, but he took a <gasps> took an ass with him too. Deputies say an Orange County man went on a rampage with a propane tank and a sword, and the girlfriend he's accused of attacking may be alive thanks only to her neighbor. We told you at four, a judge decided not to release the boyfriend Jeremy Bryant on bond. At new this hour, a neighbor told us he saw it coming. Generalized Roy Ramos just spoke to him, and Roy, he's been warning the victim all along that that guy was trouble. And you can see the type of trouble that that victim was dealing with, not only by seeing the amount of damage out here, but by looking at Bryant's rap sheet. This was clearly a domestic violence situation that could have ended much worse, not only for that victim, but for an innocent neighbor who was only trying to help. Well, there he just came in their house, busted their door down and came in their house. Christina Meyer was still in shock as she told me how her boyfriend, 29-year-old Jeremy Bryant, followed her inside a neighbor's home that was trying to protect her. Meyer said Bryant beat her, so she went to that neighbor's home to get away from him. That neighbor tried to defend her with a samurai sword that Bryant ended up taking from him. She was going to stay here 
And uh, I told Dustin that wouldn't be a good idea. So if he would go to sleep, he comes in, he might try to, he might kill you. According to Orange County Sheriff deputies, Brian arrived at the Winter Garden home of Meyer near West Story Road and Coke Avenue late Sunday and began hitting her after destroying a neighbor's truck by throwing <coughs> a propane tank through the windows. He came running towards me, so I ran in the house. I locked the door. Bandages covered Meyer's wound, she said, came from Bryant forcing her into his car with a knife. Deputies stopped that car and arrested Bryant a short time later, but Bryant is no stranger to the law. I was able to pull up his rap sheet that dates back to early 2009, where he served three years prison time for driving under the influence with his seven-month-old boy that was in the back seat. I do not want anything to do with him. Just last month, he was arrested after Myers called police when he poured boiling water on her. An incident she says may have led him to his latest rampage. It's just sad that it had to um, happen this way. And Bryant remains at the Orange County Jail with no bond. When I spoke to Christina, she told me that she is pressing charges and she plans on reaching out to the Harbor House to get some help here. She plans on moving out of this home as soon as she can. Here in Winter Garden, Roy Ramos, Channel 9, Eyewitness News. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, he was already had a, uh, he was already getting physically abusive and had a history of it, and then swords were allowed in the house mm-hmm. <sighs> Which, come on man i you know i don't want to blame the victim but come on man you got to get the fuck out when swords come in ah. this nigga's already crazy having duis with his baby in the back seat you got to get out because some like i'm just glad she didn't get killed you know and shout out to the neighbor who tried to help but took that ass whooping for nothing yes he did as soon as he had a sword i'd be like i will call 911 I'm sorry, but I've read about this. I listened to the blackout tips. I know so. A 32-year-old man w- reported that he was the victim of an aggravated assault Friday after being threatened by a man with a sword. According to an Athens-Clark County police report, the victim told police that after an argument with a man on Hickman Drive in Bethel Midtown, the man went inside his residence and came out with a sword and began swinging it around. Scared for his life, the victim told the man to put the sword away. He put the sword down and the victim told police that the man then picked up a large metal pole as he got into his car to leave and struck the car. The victim said he put the sword down and picked up a pole. He's like, well, I put the sword down. I was like, well, put the pole down, too. (laughs) That's still a weapon, sir. I'm sorry. I called dibs. You didn't say this first. The victim said that when he stopped the car and got out to confront the man, uh, but was on his right shoulder and forehead, was hit on his right shoulder and forehead with the po- with pole. The man left the scene before the police arrived. The victim was not seriously injured. You rather get hit by the pole than that sword, but still. The case is currently under investigation. Good grief. Well, look, man, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. We enjoyed Patrice from Them Thrones, of course. We did. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, continue to support the show. Sign up for premium. Mm-hmm. com. Leave comments, vote in the polls. Leave five-star reviews on iTunes. All that good stuff. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, at uh, around 7 p.m., and uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Um, But until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby.